The Big Footy Port Adelaide podcast is proudly sponsored by New Vision. My team, Kanda, power. I love the power. power, power. I love the power. Hi everyone, Macca 19 here and you're listening to the Big Footy Port Adelaide podcast on Port Fan Radio. I am your host and joining us as always this Thursday night is Rick. How are you buddy? Fishing Rick to you, my friend. Fishing Rick, fisting Rick, feasting Rick, all of the above. Pueket. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah, I love that one the most. That's a good one. what's, What's going on? Not much mate, not much. How's, how's the fish and chip shop business? Pretty busy at the moment. School holidays, good weather, so happy days all around. Ooh, yeah, that's good to hear. When yeah. did they start this week, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't mind me. I'm yeah. uh, keeping you up there at the moment, or what? Mate, I am absolutely knackered. Knackered. There you go. I am knackered. I've been working hard. Good. So, That's good. Uh, yeah. The, Making the money. The COVID has uh, been whipping me big time. So, who would have thought that a financial business during COVID would actually do okay? But yeah. there you go. There you go. But yeah. So, like food, we are, I guess we've got money to manage, but not as important as football to talk about. Yes. Now, before we get on to this week's preview of the match against GWS, I wanted to talk about. Uh, Crow Riley O'Brien, are you up with his situation? What happened today? <laughs> I saw it on the news, so I don't know how accurate it is, but it looked oh. pretty funny. <laughs> so he, he's gone ahead and accidentally um, posted his pre-game notes on his opponent, Nick Nat, which um, consisted of the words uh, fat and lazy, I think it was, or unfit and lazy. <laughs> Uh, so if <laughs> if West Coast had any other sort of motivation to win that game, then uh, there you go. But uh, I love the fact that despite that, like we've all done that, we've all done something stupid with you know either messaging someone that we weren't supposed to or mm. putting putting something on social media that um, we accidentally clicked send or something like that. But I love the fact that he used the excuse that uh, his phone was broken and magically. Um, it uh, it got into his notes and sent this message on on his Twitter account or whatever it was. Well, I'm not sure that's part of the iPhone plan where, like, if you accidentally drop your phone, it magically opens up Notepad, copies what's in the Notepad, logs into your social media, pastes it, and presses presses send before you can pick your phone <laughs> back up again. I'm not sure that's part of it, but you know, it was a good excuse anyway. Come, we've all done the, you know, sent the accidental dick pit to the wrong person from time to time or something you know come on he's only human but uh, he's only human but man it, it just adds to their uh it just adds to their stuff ups this year though it's um it's quite amusing what's going to happen next week with him hey mate all i know is he's uh red ball to a flag <laughs> poor old knickknack's going to be a bit fiery i reckon <laughs> oh look you, you just got to laugh and uh, look, I like Riley O'Brien. I think he's a pretty good ruckman. But um, yeah, you don't want to give someone like Nick Nat extra motivation. I don't think. No, he's a big boy. So I was, mm. if I was Nick Nat, I'd probably be hitting him 
just a little bit extra hard. But yes. hey, it's good to have a bit of good to see a young fella have a bit of confidence in himself too. I yeah. guess. Oh, look, you got to uh, you got to hype yourself up in some way, don't you, before the game, and you know you got to believe that you can beat anybody if you're uh, playing professional sport. So good on him. The impending massacre that is uh, is going to happen. Yes. Yes, all right. Well, let's uh, talk about this week's game. Port plays GWS this Sunday in what can only be described as another huge, crucial contest uh, for Port Adelaide. We've played 10 times and we trail four wins to six in the win-loss record. GWS are on a five-match winning run against Port Adelaide with our last win coming way back in 2015. Uh, Last time we met was round 19 last year where we lost by one point, disappointingly, in a match uh, that we went in pretty much without a recognised key forward whilst uh, their three key forwards kicked almost their entire score for the evening. So that was a, that was a great one to remember. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's great. You're just filling me with joy. Mm. But we, we, have, uh, we have struggled against them in recent times. Yeah, well, I guess since their bodies have developed and become bigger, we, uh, you know, which has been sort of a, a bugbear of, Posters like Russell Ebert Hamble and Ford and others, you know, that we're not big enough around the hips and the trunk and all that sort of stuff. We we do seem to uh, struggle yes. uh, with their bigger bodies. And I wonder if it's going to be a worry this week. Quite possibly. The good news is that um, the, their winning margins, the trend is uh, decreasing. So in the last couple of games, it's gone 86, 31, 22 and 1. So on that... On that basis, we should be winning by about 20 points this week. Or a draw. Or a draw. Well, we'll let's go the win. Let's go the win. <laughs> I would take a draw. That's uh, better than nothing. Yes. Absolutely. So what were your expectations of uh, GWS this year, mate? They obviously made a grand final last year. got hammered in it in one of the biggest uh, grand final thrashings in recent years. Um, oh, they're, they're what were your thoughts? I thought they were going to be around the mark. They've got too good a team. You know, like yeah. they've, they've got great players, front, back, middle, uh, you know, through their raft of uh, draft picks. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, the grand final was a bit of a blip. You know, I mean, you would have thought by now another another coach probably would have had a flag with them, I would have thought. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they're in peak peak time. Not to uh, not to be up there at the pointy end, and yeah. uh, I would love to be able to rip some of their players. That would be fantastic. It would be good. They seem to be able to find a couple of new players who are extra classy and very skillful each year. We've seen Tom Green uh, debut this year. He's played some really good footy. Harry Perryman's moved forward. He's kicked nine goals for the year so far as well. And uh, so yeah, they they just seem to be able to find players all the time. Yeah, I mean, I guess having the raft of selections that they did, it gives, you know, even when they sort of get picked apart, it gives them a uh, an opportunity to, uh, you know, just refresh their list and can continually regenerate it. So yeah. I guess the challenge for them is just going one step further, if they can do that. Yeah, well, that is the challenge for them. Can they do it? Uh, you would hope so. They really need to. Leon Cameron's been there for quite a long time now. Um, you know, as uh, as Hutchie on his podcast keeps saying, you know, he was given the 
given the keys to the Ferrari. And, uh, you know, at the moment, you know, he's been able to get it into second gear. Like, I think he probably needs a, a premiership with the sort of squad that they've had. As we know, it's chock full of, you know, first-round picks on every line. Um, and they've all sort of uh, delivered. But they just haven't been able to uh, take that next step in finals. Look, surely if he underperforms this year, they'd have to flick him off and get someone else. I would, would think so. It. I would think it's last chance saloon for him. Um, look, he got them there last year. Uh, can he get them there again this year? With the sort of squad they've got, you would think so. What do you think? I think they're all sorts of chance to make another grand final this year. Um, you know, the season so far has been a little bit up and down. They had two disappointing losses against North and Western Bulldogs, but in the last couple of games, they've really come back into some form. They, they won a real close one against Collingwood, and uh, they really dismantled Hawthorne last week in a very good game. Um, so they're, they're showing some pretty good form at the moment. Yep. Yeah, I mean, look. Cameron worries me. Their whole midfield worries me. Um, yep. Yeah, they're just a bloody good side. I mean, what else can you really say? Like, you know, and, I mean, we can bag out on Cameron. I mean, I guess that's really their only issue, isn't it? They're just, I don't know, their game plan's just, I don't know, what what is their game plan? A little bit, a little bit possession style, maybe? A little bit flary? I don't know, it's just... It just seems to be, you know, I would have thought they would have just been suited just to see ball, get ball, boot it long, long ball, and, you know, get rid of maybe some of the fancy sort of the technical bit of the play, and surely that would be enough just to, to win with the depth of talent that they've got. Yeah. They do have a lot of depth of talent. As I said, they've got first-round picks on each line, but they've also been able to bring across some unlikely types who are on you know base salaries that just do the job, role players that just do the job every every week. Guys like Matt DeBoer, um, guys like Shane Mumford, um, you know Lockie Keefe, these sorts of players that you wouldn't think um, much of them, but they just seem to do their job and win their position each week. Yeah, and with the top end talent. What about uh, what about the big footy fan favourite Haley? How's he going? Uh, not too bad. Yeah, he's had a pretty decent season so far, I would think. Yeah. <coughs> yeah so I know. only played the three games, but um, yeah, he's come back into the side the last couple of weeks. And yeah, I thought his game against Hawthorne was pretty decent. He had a really good game against the Dogs as well. Are you, are you keen for Port to try and lure him home? I've been keen on him for a very long time, so I'd love to get him at Port Adelaide. So who, who would he... Uh replace that port you reckon Ollie Wines mate yeah yeah take Ollie Ollie's spot he doesn't get as many possessions as Ollie though does he no he doesn't better, better but, use uh, you know he's probably about ninth in line for their midfield spot at the moment so <laughs> that's probably why yeah yeah well, I think he's good inside he's good outside he can kick goals I think he's he's a, a well-rounded player um you know, there's some similarities to Brad Ebert as well. I think, um, you know, he could replace him long-term in that sort of position. So how do, you, how do you think, like, with this limited season and everything? It was a poor draft year anyway this year. How do you think that's going to pan out? 
Well, who knows? They've uh, they've called off of the VFL for the whole season now, I believe. So that's done and dusted. I'm not sure what's going to happen with the uh, with the NAB League. Um, that's going to be something they're going to have to work through because uh, you would assume they're going to have to play some sort of games. Um, it would be nice if there was some form of uh, under-18 championships at some point, even though even if it's after the season in you know September or in October. But uh, it's going to be hard for the recruiters to do their job sight unseen for a lot of players. As we know, a large percentage come from Victoria. I think it's you know fifty or sixty percent come from Victoria. And if they're not going to play for the whole season, then it makes it very difficult to judge those sorts of players, judging them on their bottom age form. Obviously, you miss a lot of players that you know come from the clouds. Guys like Hugh McCluggage, guys like uh, Bontempelli, who had massive uh, top age years. Mm. Um, you know, there's a lot of players that, um, if you were just going off their bottom age years, they wouldn't have even got drafted at all. Yeah. So anyway, what's going on with Port this week? Ports. Let's have a look at the lineup, mate. We've uh, we've added four players. Obviously, uh, four emergencies: Cam Sutcliffe, Peter Adams, Ryan Burton, and Sam Mays. So Ryan Burton is a definite in. Uh, he's named on the ground. So you would assume mm-hmm. that uh, the player that comes out, you would think it would be Riley Bonner. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, that's a bit of an upgrade. He's uh, he struggled a little bit in recent times. Riley Bonner, he didn't have a very good game on the weekend. Um, well, Bert, ben comes in; he's a better player. So, yeah, you called it on Monday. I mean, you're not going to drop Ben Jones and Hartlett, are you? So, no. I noticed that they're sort of kiboshed the Houston midfield experiment at the moment. He's named down back as well. Well, yeah. Look, with Boke in the form that he's in, Ollie Wines there, Rockliffe there as well. We do we need. We probably don't need Dan Houston to play midfield because that would just be four players who are kind of similar, um, mm. especially with Pau Pepper getting a lot of midfield minutes as well. He's 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 around the stoppages quite a lot compared to uh, previous years. Um, so yep. probably, even though I like Dan Houston as a midfielder, we probably don't need him at this point until someone like Rockliffe comes out of the side. I think we need him in defence more anyway. Yeah. Well, his best two games for the year were... The last two weeks, where he was back across half back. So, what about uh, Laddams named? Laddam named. Oh, I, I like that. I like uh, Peter Laddams. I'd love to see some support for Scotty Lyson out there. Um, I think he's deserving of some more game time. I think he's got a huge future. Um, and look, it also adds another toll that we can sort of throw up forward. He can take a, a good mark, and you know, he's a pretty good kick as well, Laddams. But whether he and- gets a game this week, I'm not too sure. Well, I think we can rule out Bonner, Mays, Sutcliffe, surely. Um, the big noticeable one, your buddy, um, Cleary, on the bench. Cleary on the bench. That's that, uh, that's an interesting COVID. call, but you know he's not been in very good form. Is that sort of the COVID way of sending a message? Possibly. Possibly. Um, yeah. As much as I don't think he's deserving of a game, given his uh, poor form this year. I don't think this week is the week to drop him, considering we're up against Jeremy Cameron, Jeremy Finlayson and uh, Harry Himmelberg, who are all 196 or above. Well, surely we can't. Yeah, like, mm. what are we... Yeah, we, we need we need him playing, but I guess at the end of the day, if he's crappy, um, he's crappy. So, you know... Mm. 
But, I mean, who do you replace him with? I mean, Grundy's still not really ready, is he? So, uh, yeah, I don't well, know. Cam, Cam Sutcliffe is uh, an emergency, so look, he can do everything. So maybe he can play at fullback. Please. Are you trying to get me angry? He's a very classy player, Cam Sutcliffe. Mate, stop it. Stop it. Look, not- as, I, as I mentioned, guys like Matt DeBoer and these sorts of guys, Tommy Sheridan for uh, for GWS, we need guys like Cam Sutcliffe in the team, those sort of role players that sort of run around and get five possessions a game. Why didn't we pick Jacob Surgeon this week? Well, I, would lo- I would love Surge back in the team. That would be great. <laughs> the, the only other change that maybe might happen, do you think Tom Rockcliffe spots under a bit of pressure? Well, I mean, we spoke about it on Tuesday, didn't we? I would have thought so. I mean, look, I I wasn't uh, trying to sack him from the get-go. I thought his form was pretty good early, but I just don't know if we can do the wines Rockcliffe mix. So, you know, Rockcliffe, Bonner, Mays, Sutcliffe missing out um, would leave us Motlock, Cleary, Laddam, Sparrow. Not a bad bench. Not a bad bench. I'm wondering if we might see Sam May's debut this week for Port Adelaide. Really? Well, it's taking out a uh, an inside guy like uh, Rockcliffe and adding someone who's a bit more agile and got a bit more pace and is a bit more outside in Sam May's. So, is he? I don't know. I mean, Farrell's been rather unimpressive the last two weeks, so maybe May's for Farrell might happen. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I sort of intimated on Tuesday my my positioning with our team and age profile and everything. I, um, I'd I'd love to see Farrell get two more bites of the cherry. Yeah, you know, I think he does use the ball well and he's a smooth mover and you know he needs to learn positioning. I think that's the key. And um, look, for us to be a success going forward, we really need a a Farrell-type player on the wing rather than a, a 39-year-old Justin Westhoff and his smiley face still still there. Yeah. You know, no offence to Justin. So, um, yeah, I would much prefer to see Farrell running the lines and being coached and learn how to run the lines properly and get more ball. Yep. He needs but, to learn that. Absolutely. He does. I mean, I don't think he's soft. And uh, I don't think he, uh, I don't think he doesn't try. No player doesn't try. You know, it's like you know, I was talking to someone in uh, biz- my business the other day, and it's like, you know, we're all here to win, right? We're all here to to try and make help people and make the business as successful as possible. And sometimes we just all go about it a little bit differently. That's all. So, you know, and I think it's the same. It's not Farrell's not there to lose. He knows his career's on the line. It's yeah. but we. Everyone needs to support the young fella and um, the coaches included and teach him. So, and with no seconds, you know, it is a bit of a developmental year for that that type of player. Yeah, spot on. Um, look, let's talk about uh, some of the different areas of the ground. The midfield was where we struggled massively last week against Brisbane. How do we stop GWS's midfield with uh, Mumford in the ruck who just keeps on keeping on? Um, they've got uh, runners in Canelio, Kelly, uh, Perryman, Whitfield, Hopper, uh, Callum Ward's back in the side this week. Uh, it's a it's a big name midfield group. 
Look, I think our only potential win, and I'm not basing it on last week's form, uh, would be bloody uh, Lysett in the ruck. Surely, yeah, he should be younger and fitter and be able to uh, take down Mumford, right? now. He should be able to take down Mumford, for sure. Yeah, correct. Should, in italic brackets. Yeah. But not on not on last week's form, right? So, no. But, um, yeah, but I, you know... Based on age profile and potential, he should. So, you know, really, that's that's our only, you know, real sort of area in the midfield. I think that we can say that we could win. Um, you know, is based on based on the ruck because I think they bat deeper and stronger and classier in the midfield than what we are. Yeah, look. My only hope is that we go more aggressive at the ball this week. We, you know, see we really need to see ball get ball this week. I think, um, mm. you know, all the midfielders need to be on notice that you know last week was completely unacceptable. Um, Lysett should be winning the ruck. Um, you know, if you've got guys like Boak, Wines, uh, Ebert, Rosie, Gray, Pow Pepper, Rockliffe running through the midfield, we should be winning our fair share of clearances and getting the ball forward before they get a look at it. Um, and that's where we really need to win the game is in the midfield. If we can break even in the midfield this week or or have a win through there, um, I can definitely see us winning the game. Well, if you could had to choose between Hopper and Pepper, who would you choose? Jacob Hopper, for sure. DeBoer or Boak, who would you choose? Boak, definitely. What's his name? Cornelio or Wines, who would you take there? Cornelio. Kelly, uh, Kelly or, or Amon? Uh, Kelly. Westoff or Perryman? Uh, well, per- both probably don't play through the midfield, so not sure. So let's say it's even, right? So yeah. basically, you would take outside of both their whole midfield. Yeah. So, I mean, that, except Lysett. Yeah, you know, so and that's we've got to get lucky there because Mumford would have beaten Lysa if he plays like that last last week. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, we need to be. So really, Jared, Jared Schofield's got his work cut out for him this week. He needs to be really, really clever with his setups. And like you, know, I, I mean, at least I just want to see us back ourselves in and yeah, see ball get ball. And I'd rather see us lose. Um, you know, at least trying to get the ball rather than bloody just being behind the player, trying to stop them to get it and not stop them anyway. Yeah. Well, the issue is if GWS's midfield gets the ball, gets the clearances, and we see what we happen, what happened to us last week, we're going to get absolutely thrashed because you look at their forward line, you know, Cameron, Perryman and Finlayson have all kicked nine goals this year. Toby Green's kicked eight. Uh, Himmelberg's kicked six. You know they've got uh, they've got guys that can kick bags of goals. If uh, some other players are a bit down, they've got others that stand up. Um, so that's that's the thing. We can't the midfield can't throw our defenders under the bus like they did last week because mm. there's no chance of us winning the game if if we just see centre clearance after centre clearance go straight into their forward fifty. Yeah, I agree. It's um, yeah, we so our stoppage work needs to be better, and it all starts with Lysa. So, 
I mean, I wouldn't say we've got more speed than them, so I can't, you know, we can't beat them on the speed. And who would have thought that a second-year player in Dersma would be so influential for us? Looking forward to getting him back in the side, hopefully next week. Hopefully. Yeah. You know, I mean, gee, we've missed his run and his courage, haven't we? Yeah. He made, and he, made, he just makes us look like a much faster, more dynamic side. Yeah. Look, they've got some runners from the back line. Guys like Whitfield are uh, exceptional. Heath Shaw just... He's another player that just keeps on keeping on. Like, I thought he would have retired a couple of years ago, but he's still there. He still does his job. You know, Nick Haynes is in uh, great form as well. Probably career-best form. Aiden Kaur's a bit of an underrated player. Um, but, look, I think, you know, if our forward line gets their fair share of, uh, of looks at it, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm really hoping that Dixon can do the job on Lockie Keefe this week and kick a few goals. Uh, I think Dixon, uh, sorry, I think Marshall, you know, he needs to stand up and, and kick a couple. Uh, that'd be great. Robbie Gray, if he can get a couple of goals early, get in some good nick. Um, Connor Rosie probably needs uh, a big game this week as well. So, well, we've got our own fair share of match winners. No doubt about that. Yeah, I agree. Like, you know, Dixon's in great form. Marshall was in great form until last week. And even Brad Ebert, you know, resurgent form from yesteryear. So, yeah, and Rosie probably needs to step up, doesn't he? He's been the one that's been down out of all the forwards. So, yeah. you know, if Rosie can show something. Um, yeah, and I really hope that we were a bit more courageous in maybe using Robbie Gray in the middle more more frequently earlier. Um, yeah, I think, I don't know if we just get a bit stubborn every now and again, you know, mm-hmm. just... You know, just trying to prove a point or something like we don't need him there anymore or whatever. But yeah, I still think he's one of our best midfielders, to be honest. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Right, select uh, prediction time, mate. Who's going to win? Uh, GWS. How much? Three goal. Three goal. Look, I'm going to say. I'm going to back us in this week to uh, to recover from what was a terrible effort against Brisbane. I'm going to say Port by nine points this week in a very close game. I think it's going to be low scoring. Um, it's going to be a bit of a dour affair, but I think we'll get over the line this week. I'm backing us in. I'm confident, is, mate. Confident. What, what is dour, Macca? Dour. It, uh, it rhymes with sour, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought <It's>... I'd <laughs> Dow, mate, it's not going to be pretty Is what I'm trying to say It's not going to be pretty at all But I think gonna... uh, I think we'll do the job Severe, stern Or gloomy in manner or appearance Correct It'll be gloomy in appearance well, But I mean, that's we will running... be successful at the end of it that's what I said right at the start, isn't it? That, I think that's GWS's problem. They they play a dour brand of footy. You know, it gets some wins, but then they should be spectacular. They're like they've got a fucking awesome side. Like if yeah. they play, we've been trying to play. They'd almost be unbeatable. True. So anyway, it gives us an opportunity, doesn't it? It does. Let them dour and create that dour game. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to be sour on Monday night, mate, talking about the game. I want to be pepped yeah, up. Ice so. too short to be sour, isn't it? That's right. Let's not cower to the Giants this week. 
So I'll be down. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about some. Uh, we've got a couple of uh, big footy questions. Johns has asked, "How many goals for the Giants? Three big forwards this week." Well, I'm going to be saying ten. Ten. Four. That no, would be uh... four. Three. Hmm. Well, look, they kicked. Um, they kicked seven of their eight goals last year against us. The the big three. Um, so they've got form in in having a match winning games against Port Adelaide. I think uh, this week, as I said, I think it's going to be a low scoring game. So I think they'll kick six of their eight goals this week. Mm. And would you believe, Macca, that Dower is a Walloon municipality located in the Belgian province of Hanawati? Wow. Who would have ever known? Who would have thought? It'd be <laughs> a great place. Johnson's asked, uh, is it worth trying to get one of those here next year? They're tall forwards. Yeah. I wouldn't mind Himmelberg. I don't think Cameron would leave. I think if he's going to leave anywhere, he'd go back to Victoria. Um, Finlayson bothers me. Like he, he looks really good at GWS, but I have a feeling he's the sort of player that would get traded somewhere else and suddenly he'd just be an absolute hack. He just wouldn't be able to get near it. Wouldn't you rather... Would you rather Phil Davis than a forward from GWS? Uh, maybe. Maybe. I'd take Phil Davis. Yeah, I mean, he's 30 now. Yeah, but uh, even for like... Well, almost the, 30. But... You know, and just, you know, two, three years just to, uh, you know, just to provide some stability there. Yeah. Well, the player I'd love is Jacob Hopper. I think he'd be the perfect replacement for Ollie Wines because he's uh, he's hard at it. He gets a lot of the ball. Very good clearance winner. Uh, decent user of the footy. Um, I was a big fan of him in his draft year and, yeah, I'd love to get him across. Yep. And Haightley. And Haightley, yeah. Just, just get all the GWS players across. Then hopefully we should play like them. Oh. Why don't we get Cameron? Why and then we can lose a grand final by 86 points as well. So, Like like we would lose a grand final by some ridiculous... Like that much. Up. Yeah, it would never happen, mate. Never happen. This is Port Adelaide, mate. We don't lose pr- grand finals by that much. We're too proud a uh, footy club for that to happen. Yeah. Uh, Interstater has asked, uh, with Americans watching AFL games and our game being live on their East Coast at 11pm Saturday night, is a link with the Tennessee Titans a fair call? Why Why is our game like live in America? That's just odd. Well, they played the Crows versus uh, Frio game there last week, so they probably want a bit of a better performance to show the Americans <laughs> than that trash. So, I, I, I'm surprised they're picking uh, Port GWS either. <laughs> mm. Anyway, I guess it's the time zone thing. Yes. I don't mind the Titans. They're not my favourite team, but uh, I don't mind the Titans. They're okay. Mind the Titans. And Glitch has asked uh, Cam Sutcliffe, why? Because Macca said so. Because Macca said so. That's it. Why not? Why not? As I said, we want we need some good role players in the team. And Cam, why, not, why not Cam Sutcliffe? He was a uh, he was a former captain of the Magpies. He was. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he was captain of the Magpies and then they disbanded. So that's how good he is. 
are the magpies going to come back? You would hope so. Yeah, they'll be back next year. They'll be back. You reckon? Yeah, they'll be back. Do we need the magpies back? Uh, well, yes. What's the other option? How else are the players going to get match fitness? Maybe we'll come back manifested as our reserves. I think we'll always be the magpies. Hmm. Whether we play in the SANFL or not is the uh, is the question. Could we wear the prison bars in the reserves but just be called the power? Maybe. That might work. Yeah? That might work. Will we continue with the 150 logo after 150 years? Uh, well, yes. I would think so. Yeah? I think that's our logo for now. I think I like it. It's uh, it's fresh. It's new. It's um, classy. I like it. It's would better, we have a better than what we had? Would we have a new one sixtieth logo? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Interesting. So around the grounds, mate. Any other games you're interested in this weekend? Yes. Brisbane, Geelong. Brisbane, Geelong. Geelong. They've slowed them down. Hmm. Um, anything where Hawthorne might lose is uh, is a good game. That's going to be a tight game. Like Collingwood have a lot of players out. Um, I think Hawthorne are a huge chance of winning that. Yeah, I I pick Collingwood, but yeah, I think you're right. Mm. Uh, I noticed like the AFL site isn't putting odds on anymore. Okay, that's probably good. I think yeah, Carlton, probably... Carlton West and Bulldogs will be a good game. It's yeah. interesting Richmond have uh, have brought in half their team. Obviously, there's a few that uh, may not have made the trip or what have you, but they've uh, they've named nine different players from last week. So, what about it's a North big change? Mel- North Melbourne Essendon. That's that that'll be a tight game for sure. Yeah. What have they done? I'm just looking at the ins and outs. Early managed, Prestia injured, Edwards managed. Nan Curvis injured, Cochin injured. Have they all stayed in Melbourne, the Softcocks? I think a couple of them might have, with uh, family reasons, I think. But, family yeah. reasons. But, uh, the, see, this is what happens, though, right? Like, the AFL is, like, so biased to the Victorian sides, as we all know. All it does is creates petulant, spoiled brat syndrome, really. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, I just don't get it. I mean, these guys are paid so much money. And, you know, it's like, have a fucking sook. Like, mm. just get on. Like, man up and just, you know, it's not like you can't see your family via Zoom or whatever. And, you know, it's like, I don't know. I just think it's pathetic. Mm. Like, you know, just get on with it. Get it, get it done. Like, we all have to work hard and away from home from time to time. You know, we've all done it. So, you know, at least they're getting paid five hundred thousand years dollars a year to do it, and not a hundred thousand, or having to go to Afghanistan for a year away from your family and get shot at. Fair. Anyway, just riles me. <laughs> I just want to believe, man. Yes. Well, look, that's it for this evening, buddy. Hopefully, it's a winning weekend for Port Adelaide this week. I hope so too, and I hope I'm wrong, and you're right. And Geelong are coming back. They are. It's a tight game. 
Smart guy. All right, mate. Until next time, count the power. Go the power. Adios, amigos. Ciao. See ya.